Welcome to Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast. Bart Scott, how the Halloween are you? I am so Halloween up right now. We just came from this is sort of a bonus episode. Yeah. So last week we were talking about Halloween Horror Nights, our last walkthrough kind of experience. By the time you're hearing this, well, you Patreon people, I'm going to give this to you super early. But for you non Patreon people, you're hearing this a couple days after we recorded. Okay. Early next week, because we just dropped an episode. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to give it a little bit of time. You're, you were in town, and we decided after my sort of praise of this event that we were going to go to see. I don't know why I'm like dramatically doing this. We were going to go to Nashville Nightmare, and I was going to take you at, you know, at your own will. <laughs> that sounded weird, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, we decided it on the last yeah. episode of Scare Zone, like live on the air. Yeah, and Logan, who works there, not me, other Logan, mm-hmm. uh, hooked us up with some some coupons. So that's some full disclosure. Uh, we didn't. We still had to pay. It wasn't like we got it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We weren't hosted. Hashtag hosted. Hashtag hosted. We were not. We were uh, paying. <laughs> we were hashtag discounted. discounted. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag friend discount. And we went to Nashville Nightmare and did all five of their free, not free houses. Included. Included houses. Your base ticket. the bonus seventh house, or sixth house, excuse me. Mm -hmm. They also offer, if if you're going to Nashville Nightmare, which by the way runs for another couple weeks, and then it also returns back usually around Christmas, and then they usually come back around Valentine's Day, and then usually there's a zombie hunting, Mm -hmm. and then it comes back around, then they do the big event uh, starting in essentially around the same time as Horror Nights House, early September. So- I said this last week. I still stick by it. Not that it's near the same, but if you're going to go to a local haunt, I think it's the closest experience you're going to have to something like a Halloween Horror Nights because it's a multiple hour experience typically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there are sort of street characters. And there's a whole, there's six houses. You know, it, it's not just like you're walking through your local haunt. Right. Right. Well, yeah, like I was thinking, like, just price wise, there's one near me that I've yet. I was thinking of going to this year, but now I'm not even sure. That's actually more expensive. We only get two houses. Yeah, and they call that they they call themselves the number. They were they say they were voted the number one scariest haunt. I don't know if it's true, but this one we got, like you said, just on your base ticket, which without a discount or anything was what thirty five bucks, thirty nine dollars. It was depending on the day of the week. Depends on the day of week. That's true. it was twenty six dollars yesterday was the base ticket. Yeah, it was nothing. Uh, so that was on a Wednesday. We went Wednesday night. I believe it goes up to about thirty five dollars for a base ticket based on the weekend prices. And then there's additional you know packs and purchases you can make, which include uh, a fast pass option and then a skip the line option. Right. And those are incrementally, I think, ten dollars more. So it's say it's twenty five dollars, then it's thirty five for the fast pass, which Skips a good portion of the line, and then an additional ten dollars to get forty-five. I think to then completely skip the line totally, mm-hmm. and you are the next people to go in. Yeah. So their base ticket, their most expensive base ticket, is Saturday, and it's still only thirty-two dollars. It's thirty-one ninety-nine. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. And when you see the level of of production in this, I think you'll you'll realize that yeah, you you get your money back. Oh, for sure. And I loved it. And we went again last night. This is my second time. It's out in Madison, Tennessee, which if you're staying in Nashville, not a very far commute. You're talking about a handful of miles, five miles. From my place, it's a good it's a good thirty minutes. So so it's not somewhere I can go necessarily every, you know, night of the week. I don't think it necessarily has that experience where you're gonna want to go back over and over and over, like horror nights. But again, for a local haunt, uh it's really, really well done. And they're horror nights fans that are running it, and you can tell it has some similar concepts. And honestly, I would say there are times where 
this event at Nashville Nightmare is, I definitely think it's, we talked about this yesterday, I definitely think it's scarier. Oh, for sure. Like there are times legitimately you'll, you'll, you'll get scared. Yeah. That was the, my number one takeaway is it's definitely scarier than Horror Nights. Yeah. And we decided to start on the far end and there's six houses. There's the Reformatory, Twisted Tales, Phantoms, Reincarnation, Rigor Mortis, and Sector 615, and then another one called Clown. Mm -hmm. And... I believe Phantoms, Twisted Tales, and the Reformatory are sort of their classics. Okay. So so some of those props and things get reused over right. the years. But they kind of upgrade and change and alter them. I would say the closest was the Phantoms house to being pretty similar to what it was in years past. Okay. Uh, but still great. Still great. So that was actually the first house we did. Yeah. So we, we went through a line. You'd go through a line and get a picture taken with some clowns. So we actually didn't even have a clown in our. No, we had like a prop clown. The clown, yeah, that's because the clown was out trying to scare some. Yeah, girls. they had like a Pennywise mm-hmm. who was walking around, and you know they got metal music playing. It is sort of in the back of I say it's like in the back of an old abandoned uh, online university. It's in this sort of back of a strip mall. Yeah, and they block off this big area, and it has what you'd essentially consider like the street. Yeah. Air zone kind it's like of. it would be like the back parking lot has now been turned into kind of their like little street fair area. Yeah. And they have drinks, they have a bar. Food trucks or I guess what they call a food truck. They have they had, a food cellar, restaurant, whatever. Yeah. They had a couple because they had a hot dog place there. Uh, was it Daddy's Dogs or something? Yeah, big Daddy Dogs. And some other stuff. And they had a bar. Yeah. Um, we had an interesting Do drink. Do we want to talk about the drink? I think uh, it's okay. Yeah. The we only drink called the, what was it? It was the Dirty called, Zombie. It, the Dirty Zombie. It was, it was bourbon, which I believe was just Jim Beam. Mm-hmm. Coke, which we did diet because we're watching our girlish figures, yes. and lime juice. And in theory, I'm like, well, I've had like the diet Coke with lime. That's yeah. not terrible. With little, I mean, it was uh, pretty. Uh, it was very intense. lime. It was very lime. It was incredibly lime. Lime and bourbon just don't seem to mix. I just think it was, at least not artificial. I think lime. just too much. I think it, they just yeah. gave us too much lime. It was like half lime. Yeah. And I, I mean, I finished it because on principle, because we paid for it. But man, I had to just swallow quickly and not taste. Yeah. And you also had a, a I moonshine. Did. I had right? a little apple pie moonshine. That was delicious. And a little thick, but yeah. it was, it's delicious. Um, probably broke my no sugar diet because I'm sure it's a lot. Yeah. Sugar, I think it's pretty much all sugar, but it's okay. okay. It's okay. It was a very small amount. It was a very, very small much. amount. Uh, and then we started with, uh, oh, and also they have like, as you're going into, because like, we start with phantoms. And so you have to kind of go through an old West town. Which is cool that they've got all these facades just to kind of something to see as you're going through. And they had the Krampus guy walking around. Yeah, who's like a very, like he's scary, but he's also kind of like a, he like does weird tricks yeah, and he things. Just he just kind of moves hand. slowly and he mm-hmm. just kind of he howls. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same guy who's been portraying him for years, but I have a photo. For, I can see my progression over three years with him now, or four years. <laughs> and always a similar character. Uh, he too sweeted me last time because I was wearing a wrestling <laughs> shirt. But then got mad because he couldn't do it. He looked at his fingers and couldn't do it. Oh, because they wouldn't work. He was frustrated. That being said, our first house was... Phantoms. Phantoms. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you... You want me to read you what it says it sure. is? All right. Here we go. Phantoms. For years, mortician Victor Clyde scoured the earth in search of a beloved collection of morbid and antiquated treasures. Although his collection has many items, 13 pieces were held in the highest regard. These special artifacts that each house... Or each house, I can't read, it's a very tiny font, house the ashes of demented, tortured souls and displayed inside his funeral parlor. 
I thought the next one was the funeral party. No, I guess it was, yeah. I kind of missed that. Legend states that each soul roams upon the grounds of its mortuary, preying on anyone who dares to trespass. Is there any truth to these tales of horrific soul hauntings? Or just another tale to go with Victor's collection of horrors? Now, I more took this as like a haunted mansion. Yeah. I I didn't really get necessarily that we were in a mortuary. Yeah, I will say, and not to criticize, I didn't get that aspect of it. I felt like because we were walking through a graveyard for part of it, which was really... I mean, it was like it, there was a lot of haunted mansion vibe mixed with a lot of like, if I compare it to anything, obviously graveyard games yeah. from yeah, this just year's cranked up. Nights. Just cranked up, a lot scarier. Um, some really cool scenery. Uh, if I had one criticism overall, I was like, there's just there was a lot of cool stuff I wanted to look at, and there was just so much going on. It was hard, but I, get, I have that same criticism in horror nights too, and it's not really criticism. It's just that's why that's where this is one of the houses that I would do multiple times if I went back. Um, I love some of the set pieces. I love that one room that we kind of got stuck in while there was a bit of a traffic jam where there were two like skeletal bodies at a dining room table. Yeah, and that was cool. Uh, I loved the I loved walking through the graveyard. I thought it was so well done. Uh, I liked this house a lot. It was a you told me it was a long house, but my God, it's a long house. Yeah, when you're used to horror nights houses being you know, three, four, five minutes long, mm-hmm. and you go to one of these, which out of the five, there's only one of them that really is that kind of length. Mm-hmm. There's probably one that was maybe two if you include Clem. Two, They're I, both probably, probably three, five minutes. Mm-hmm. But the others, oh yeah, are ten plus. I yeah. think. I mean that that one feels for sure that extraordinarily one, long. And then the third one that we'll talk about yeah. were extremely long, and and I think worth it. I never felt like okay, this should be over now. Yeah. So the only times I felt that is just because I think there was some repetitive nature from the last year and I was kind of waiting for something new. Oh, but as someone who's a first timer, yeah. it was great. Yeah. And it's a fantastic house. But yeah, I didn't necessarily get that we were in a, a mortuary. Yeah, and I, all I, of that. I missed that part. But I think, you know, we also didn't. Maybe if we'd have read these before going in. Yeah. Which like, you know, the thing is with Horror Nights, you're so inundated with the backstory for months before the event even starts. So, you know what, like. Every every Horror Nights fan knows every story of every house back, you know, before the opening night. Whereas this, that wasn't the case. So, and I think one of the more shocking things, like you said, the link and all of that, is that visually when you're pulling up on Universal Studios, you're like, wow, okay, we're in a city walk and we're right, in this beautiful we're in theme, theme park. This is in the back of a strip mall. Yeah. So your expectations are pretty low because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, guys, this is like next to a, uh, you know, a pet groomer. Yeah, uh, and you know a, a crappy looking bar. Mm-hmm. Well, how good could this be? And it really is uh, shocking. Yeah, it's when amazing. you first walk to that first house, and that is a tip. If you are going to this event, you kind of there's two separate entrances, and you only wait in line twice for the five included houses. Right. And so you get in one line, and once you're done with the major part of the line, you kind of snake your way through right the rest of the houses. So they kind of do it in groups. So you're not waiting all that long, but a lot of people, me included, always initially would go to the first entrance that you see, mm-hmm. which was pretty backed up when we were there. And it took me about 30 minutes last time. And we went to, and it was still, it wasn't that much shorter, but we went to the back and the back right. is where the other three houses are. And it, it did speed up. So by mm-hmm. the time that we made it to the other one, that line had shortened quite a bit. Yeah. So go to the back if you're going to go. Yeah. Uh, so the second house we did was rigor mortis, right? That's right. Yeah, we went straight from, uh, from a morgue to a like like you come out tree to a morgue. That's right. You come out of the exit of Phantoms and you just turn and go right into the entrance of rigor mortis. Yeah, and here's what it says: something strange has been happening. Had happened at the county morgue. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been tales of Doctor Eli Mortis, who we met, uh, injecting the deceased with a vicious 
blend of formaldehyde. It's been said that this reanimates bodies post-mortem, preventing them from decaying, but turning them into something much worse. Venture through the morgue's basement of the dead, and as you try and find escape, will you survive? Or will you become the scared stuff inside? Rigor Mortis. <laughs> Not scared the, stiff. Will you become the scared stuff? That's why I was read it. Or will you become scared stiff inside Rigor Mortis? That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we, we first came upon Dr. What was it? Mortis. Dr. Eli Mortis mm-hmm. and his son or his brother, I believe, is who was kind of torturing people in the oh, line. Oh, is that who that yeah. was? Oh, it was hard okay. to hear him over the – It was. The, the, he gives a whole spiel before you go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, it wasn't that loud, so you could hear him. This week, it was so loud. That is one thing about this. If you are sensitive to noise – Yeah. And I'm talking about for the whole event. Yes, absolutely. It is. that If, my, if I had one complaint mm-hmm. about Nashville Nightmare, it is – the amount of loud, loud. They use noise to scare you a lot, and a lot of times it's it's painful. It's popping right in your yeah. I would absolutely wear earplugs again. It would have no shame putting earplugs in because it is popping noises. Right. It is air. What do you call it? Like, air cannons. Air cannons. Yeah. Horns, and I'm talking right on your. There ears. was one. I, I don't remember which house it was, but there was some kind of horn thing that went off like right next to our heads. There was one point, and I think it was in the first house, where you were even like, I can't hear. I was when we were walking yeah. into that dining room scene. Yeah, I don't I was, know what had gone on. My ears on. were ringing. You're like, I can't hear anything right now. Yeah, it was tough. So maybe, you know, I would say maybe could tune, turn some of those down or maybe a few less. But Yeah, because yeah, it feels kind of yeah. – eventually you're like, okay, guys, we get yeah. it. It's loud. Because I felt like here I'm – we're 44 and you're in your 30s and we're walking and we're putting our fingers in our ears like little kids. But it was like it's – maybe we're just old. It was like, okay, these are painful. Yeah, and I'll do that occasionally yeah. at Horror Nights, but very rarely. Yeah. It takes it just takes away from the fun aspect, you know. What makes a good haunted attraction is that they balance the f- scares with just fun, you know. And when it starts to get painful, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. So there was some of that. And this was rigor mortis. Had a really cool entrance where this guy did kind of welcome you in. That is the one thing a little bit different than Horror Nights is this isn't like – it's big lines of people, but it's definitely separated a lot more. Mm-hmm. So people go in in groups of 10, 15, 20, they give it 30 seconds and then kind of yeah. get the next group mm-hmm. going. Well, that one, there was even a light on the door to, t- yeah. to tip them off when to let people, the next group in. Yeah. I will say about this, this, this house definitely scared me the most. This is the one I enjoyed the least. Not to say it was bad. I'm saying because it scared the crap out of me multiple times. And it's the shortest, I would say. And it's short, yeah. And there's very dark scenes. There were, se- there were scenes where sometimes it was just you're just walking in pitch black. And I'm not crazy about that. I'm like, I want to see something. But, you know, plus then your mind's like, is something going to jump out at me in the dark? Because I'm not cool with that. But, I mean, it was like pitch black. I didn't even know which way to go sometimes. And that is a, an offering they're going to have in a couple of weeks. So the, the, the week after Nashville Nightmare ends, they reopen it the next weekend for Blackout. Blackout. Is it all the houses? I don't think so. I think it's probably one extended house okay. where they give you a glow stick. All the lights are off. And a, a one glow stick per group. Per group. And they're like, don't worry, your glow stick will be taken from you at some point. Oh, great. Uh, and you walk through. So it's, it's very, I think it's. I think you have to be a certain age to go do it. Sounds I've never dangerous. done that. Especially there's there are a lot of bodies on the ground. We yeah. both tripped on bodies a few times. Like, that might, I wouldn't pick those up for the blackout. Yeah, there are trippable <laughs> things throughout. And trippable, and you got to bend down yes. quite a bit. This one, they're definitely, it's, it's a lot more claustrophobic. I mean, not just this house, this event. There's a lot more tighter hallways. There's moments where, like you said, you have to literally bend down to get through a space or you will, like, cra- bang your head on a wall. Mm-hmm. There's times where the floor moves. Um, so just keep that in mind. Not this house so much. No. But 
This just one was just. Is it where their bodies in this one? I'm not yes, sure. I think this is one of the ones. I think this is one of the ones where I tripped on a body. You said watch out for the body. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, like mannequins, but. But still, there's just something alert. in your way. Yeah. Is that something hanging from your arm or is that a, a spider? Uh, oh, gosh. That's an excellent question. It's string. Okay, good. It's, I'm just I making put, sure. I thought it was a spider. From this angle, thing. it looked like a spider. That was great. That a spider building a web in my armpit. Yeah. So this one was, I mean, kind of. You said it's scary, kind of mm-hmm. typical haunt. Yeah. Dead bodies yeah. scaring you. On my list of the six houses we did, this is probably the bottom of the list. I think I'd probably agree. Yeah. This one's either next to last or last, but it still was good. But I will say the first one is in my top three. Yeah. And then the next one is probably my absolute Number favorite. one. By, Number one. I think a landslide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was which one? What was? What's the official name that of this year? It was called Twisted Taters. No, Twisted, Twisted Tales. Tales. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that a scare zone? Uh, last year, twisted theirs was scary tales. No, what was twisted? Twisted taters. Twisted. Traditions. Oh, yeah, twisted traditions was a scare zone. Twisted tales. And I think this was called fairy tale hell at one point. Okay. Uh, and I'll... well, this name makes more sense because it wasn't just fairy tales. Yeah. So I think they've adjusted. It, it was. I mean, they threw a lot of stuff at the fan, but it all stuck, and it was great. Yeah. So I'll read this to you. It says, "Open these pages, and you will find that fear will be your only guide." For these twisted, wicked, eerie tales will dwell in your mind like a witch's spell. That once the darkness deceives your eyes, you'll never really be far. You're, you'll leave reality far behind. I can't read. <laughs> As your heart beats with anticipation, witness horrors beyond your imagination. Creatures and monsters lunge from these pages, searching for victims, souls of all ages. As these tales unfold, your teeth are sure to chatter. Let's see if you can survive this tale's final chapter. So maybe this is the last one, but probably not. I think they just mean the final chapter of the tale oh. of the house. What was the fun? Well, I th- the final one was kind of that weird. It was pirates, and then you went into this kind of weird, weird. Like, glowy room, and nothing uh, happened. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of endings in these houses. No, um, that's maybe one of your another kind of criticism. And it's very min- minor. Is they end all a little up, abruptly, yeah. And awkwardly. Yeah, that doesn't bother me so much because most of them you're just ready to be done. Give me the exit. Just <laughs> let me out. So this house really focused on stories that you know, fairy tales, yes. and sort of. I don't know, dinosaurs. creatures and, and, yeah. uh, Jaws. (laughs) Yeah, like, there was one room, like, this house had a ton of animatronics, which I loved. Like, at one point, we walked in a room, and I almost missed it. This giant hand of a giant apparently comes reaching out of the wall, you know, and, like, there's, I forget, there was, was this one that had the giant, like, spider creature, and then you went through a hallway that was all webbing and stuff like that? I think so. And we went into one, and there was... There was a T Rex skeleton that was like roaring, and another one. There was uh, an alligator, was a giant Peter alligator Pan. head. Was that what that Peter? Yeah, P- oh, I didn't yeah. put that together. It I was, think. Yeah, there was pirates and then yeah. a big alligator. We're jumping around, but then you walk. This one room that I loved was like you walk in, and the floor, the way they did it, like it actually moves, like you're on water. Mm-hmm. And there's a giant, great white shark animatronic head, you know. And there's a giant ship, part of a ship you know, that you have yeah. to go through. And big, big props. Big. I mean, yeah, yeah big. This is where it starts to get like horror nights level. Yeah, detail. I mean, the props are are what feel to be large. I mean, they, they yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't laugh at them. You wouldn't see them at horror no. nights and think yeah. that doesn't fit. It's these big soundstage quality. Yeah, yeah. Props. The scale is impressive. The coolest effect was yes. in this house too, and the fact that we've never experienced. I've never experienced anything no. like it, and it's not that crazy. It's not. It's probably like an old vaudeville trick or something. <laughs> but and this is what I said as we we're walking through. I'm like. This is what Horror Night should have used in that one underwater house, at least in one room, like the room's flooding. It was like they filled the room with fog, I'm guessing, and just shined like a 
Like a stage laser. Like a stage, like a laser through it. And so it literally looked like you were wading through water up to your chest. Yeah. Green laser like It was water. green. Yeah. It it looked like as you watched the people in front of you, it looked like they had just waded into water. It kind of like freaked me out at first. Yeah. Like, well, what just happened? And then you realize you're And like, it's high. It is it's like, high. It's probably – it's in your chest yeah. level and we're not sure. No, we're not sure. And it's and chest level. Like a short person will probably have their head under. And because of the fog, you can't see under it. No. So when you're walking, people will pop up. Yeah, people pop up that you don't see. Like it's hard to explain this other than like if you've gone to a concert where they've used lasers, it's like that. But, but the room is half full of fog, so it's making the fog look like water. Yeah. Like I, even when the people pop up, it even disperses the fog. Yeah, so it looks poofs. like water yeah. blasting away. And then, like, you, oh, I don't, well, who cares? No, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I I, one, you, as soon as you hit the end, like, a giant snake head pops. It was a snake or some it's kind some, of some sea sort creature. Of creature. I, like, imagine if they had used a blue, like, if Horror Nights had not used a blue light in that Depths of Fear to where you feel right. like, oh, my God, the place is filled. It plays with your mind. It was so well done. It's great. It's, again, not that crazy. I'm curious at something like Horror Nights, because of the way you weave through, mm-hmm. if there's not as much space around it's the corners. It's not really a room that could have done it, probably. Like, you'd have to be able to, you almost have to go into a room with not that many people. Yeah. Because the laser's hitting you. That's true. So we were in that room with, you know, six people, probably. Yeah. And they'd have to somehow but break in it single up. file line. Yeah. So we kind of wrapped around. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just did. trying to think we of why wrap, we did wrap around a corner in that room somehow. I'm wondering why they. I mean, I doubt this is the first haunted house in America no, to use is, this. Like I said, there's probably some old parlor trick, but they. I've just never seen it done before. Right, and I'm curious why we haven't seen something like that at, at Halloween Horror Nights because it is such an incredibly, probably easy effect. Yeah, that looks and amazing. A very it's cheap effect. Probably too. the most memorable moment. Yeah. Of this entire night was mm-hmm. that cool effect. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I can't stress enough. You literally look like you're walking through water. Yeah. I don't know how, like, if there's videos or anything, yeah. they wouldn't live up to what it feels like. No. And because it has that weird kind of thick air feel, mm-hmm. it just, there's something about it. Mm-hmm. This house was amazing. It was. It's it fantastic. Was, I mean, again, giant animatronics of all kinds of creatures. Uh, it was pretty scary still. Mm-hmm. Uh, scary, but also just like this is a house I would do multiple times. Yeah, this was my second time this year, and I had I felt like I needed to go again. Like I loved it. I loved this house. And then what did we do next? And then we oh, took a break. Took a break. That ended in the gift shop. Ended in the gift shop. Which they actually we kept, had pretty cool stuff. We kept getting drawn back to the gift shop, and I still I didn't I wanted a t shirt. I didn't buy a t shirt. Ultimately, spoiler: I never bought a t shirt. I still kind of think I should have. But um, and then we went. They have probably more merchandise options. They had so many shirt yeah, designs. I know. Probably and, and, two dozen shirt and designs. Bet, like, I mean, not to criticize Universal, but I think Horror Nights could take a page from their book. On They had so many cool shirts. And they were all, a and, lot of them were and, wearable shirts. And quali- wearable and quality, not like airbrushed, you know, at the, car- at the carnival or something like that. These were really cool, well-made shirts. Yeah, I, I ended up buying a hat yeah. that was made there that does not say Nashville Nightmare. And, and one thing that was a stark difference from Halloween Horror Nights and this, is they had a set of Ghostbusters. Any theme park. Or any theme park, stuffed animals. They had some of the exact, they had the, the, the Stay Puffed that I bought my son that I believe cost me nineteen ninety nine. I'm sure. And they had it for $2. $2. They had five different Ghostbusters stuffed animals. Each one was $2. $2. And they were like, which one do you want? And at that point, I was like, all of them. All of them. And for 10 bucks, so I got two different Slimers, two different Stay Puffs, and the No Ghost logo mm-hmm. as a plush. I mean, small. They're, like you said, they're kind of like a you know, claw machine type. Yeah. I mean, at best, maybe a foot high. Yeah. Or foot long. I don't even think they're that They're not yeah, even. No, they're, they're not even. There, yeah. But who cares? They were great, so I got those, brought them to mm-hmm. the kids. I know. They, I was so unbelievable. I was like, I feel like I should buy them because they're so cheap. Yeah. Um, 
And when you bought the hat, she goes, that's good, because when they're gone, we're never making them again. Yeah. When a few left. Uh, and then, so we left the gift shop, and that's when we went and got in line for the last two houses included in the ticket, which were, and that was probably the longest line we waited in, too, yeah. to get into the next house, which was Reformatory. Yes, Reformatory, what's the subtitle? The Exorcism of Victoria Grace. Again, I don't know if you necessarily got that story other than it was you, know. you got a little more of it when you went inside and the guy explained this i don't remember them ever saying the An name exit, of, yeah. i don't remember saying victoria grace or whatever her name was but they did say you're in the reformatory here's the the headmistress or whatever uh which was like this crazy nun yeah with um, yeah like if you're easily offended by religious iconography you may not like this yeah, house. this was kind of like an a evil <laughs> Convent. Like it's like yeah, but and it's if it's a re, it's a reform school apparently. Well, it, it's yeah. more like a Catholic school, but it's yeah. called reformatory. But I again, I put this up there in my top three. This one's incredible. This is a multiple second or third year at least they've done this since I've been going. I'm pretty sure they've done a version of this house every time. The production is mm-hmm. stellar. But it starts outside. It's got this. They built this great facade like the front, like an old house or building or whatever that you're going into. Yeah, they're just bigger, broader entrances, and you yeah. have that moment where you the guy is essentially giving you your two of the houses. You have real introductions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they explain and that is what's cool. about to happen. Yeah, and the cool thing too is like what they chose the right spot to build this one because they built this facade on the back of the building or whatever. But it's also you see like kind of behind it, you can see the actual like electrical work like the pipes of how's the electrical wiring and stuff like that and it all kind of blend it works yeah like you really feel like you're going into some old building then you go in and they they kind of line us up like everyone in you know move in face me and then you're in like this little parlor area almost like the haunted mansion and the guy tells you where you are and what's going on and then they just open the door and they push you through and then it's like yeah into the darkness yeah and then you're in this like old just disheveled school and there's Crazy schoolgirls jumping out at you and ghouls. and th- I, The house was really cool. It's really cool. There's a lot of kid stuff in it. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, – but it, it's honestly the kid stuff, It's though it's creepy. It's maybe a little goofier. It was still goofy enough that it wasn't – like I don't know. Like we were both – we both didn't love – there was a scene in a Horror Nights house a couple of years ago that just was like skele- baby skeletons in a crib. And it just that I think that was creepier than this, where they looked kind of like you know they were like little animatronic kids that looked mm-hmm. like ghouls or demons. Yeah, there was one that was weird because he was like it kept slamming his head into a pencil. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, pretty disturbing. That's disturbing, but otherwise it was but I, memorable, I, disturbing, but memorable. memorable. Is this the house too where the wall caved in on us? Yes, intentionally. So you're walking down a hallway, and what I love about this is it's not like the whole time it's happening. You're walking down a hallway, right. and about twenty seconds into this hall, the Whole left or right side of the wall caves in onto the other one, right? So it's it's triggered to fall in on you. And again, it's another one of those things that I think they can get away with this kind of house or this kind of place like Nashville Nightmare because it's the same as like things you got to climb under, tripping hazards. Mm-hmm. When the wall caves in, you do have a moment because you know your brain takes you back to I'm in a haunted attraction in the back of a of a mini mall. <laughs> Of well, this whole thing is about to crumble, and now I'm going to be stuck under. Yeah, like it takes you out of it, but somehow is even more. You're more in because all of a sudden you feel like the sets are caving in. Well, right, and the whole time you're walking through the hall, you're waiting for someone to jump out at you. You're not waiting for the wall to cave in. So when it happens, like oh my god, it just catches you completely off guard. Yeah, great moment, great moment. Another one of those ones you'll just remember forever. But I understand why you can't do that kind of effect at something like a Halloween Horror Nights. Because there's so many people. There's too many people. Because yeah. it does physically push you. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of things. There's a lot of physicality yeah. involved in this. Yeah. Even in the houses that you, that you don't have to sign a waiver saying it's okay to touch you, you still get touched by things. Right. There's the only always... thing that surprised me too, like this house also had a big animatronic and this is the one that, that I thought this is like, we walk into this room where there's a bunch of pews, like it's the chapel or whatever, and there's a big, was it the devil? Yeah, some sort of demon Big creature. demon devil animatronic, like giant, and his hands are like reaching out and like you have to kind of squeeze by his hands as they're like opening and Yeah, clo- you are in touching distance like, of all yeah, of these things. You're never that close to a set piece at Horror Nights, I don't think. Not this not to where your body is grazing it. And they, they also don't have the stuff. they don't have the people ushering you along. No, no, that's another thing that's unusual. There, yeah. There were a couple times where we got to put areas, corners where we're like, wait, which way do we go, left or right? right. We weren't even sure. You know? There's no one there to tell you. Nope. I'm sure that if you had an emergency, you scream. Some, the one someone, someone they're going right, to go. Yeah. They're going to help you out here and they're going to mm-hmm. talk to you. But yeah, that happened a couple times where I legit, an actress popped in front of us and I was like, am I supposed to? And then she even said, like, no, go. Like, in character, I was like, <laughs> yeah. no, it's that way. <laughs> yeah. And, and my group last week did go the wrong way. And I think ended up backstage for a second. And they were like, no, guys, get out of here. And you didn't see a lot of that. You don't see a lot of the uh, because it's all behind the scenes. You don't see a lot of cast changes. No, you know, it's, I don't, maybe they're just working them hard. Uh, for I mean, it's only open three hours. There were times where we're walking through and like a, a cast or performer would just kind of like walk by. I'm like, is that like somebody coming to work? Right. Or that part yeah. of the effect? I don't know. Yeah. Should we get to the final house? I, I guess so. I mean, we're saying thumbs up to reformatory. Thumbs up. This one is not necessarily how it wanted to end, but yeah. it's good. Sector six one five. Essentially, it's a zombie attack yeah. house. It was good. I, this one I put right in the middle. It says, on the night of April 6, 1985, a few months before I was born, a meteor crashed to Earth in Raven City. Rayon, Rayon City. Members of the group, that's probably a real city and I'm messing it up. Members of the government went to the crash site where they encountered an amphormous, amphorous, dang, I can't read. <laughs> I'm just guessing there. Yeah, that's right. Amorphous organism codenamed Trixon. Devouring every living thing in its path, the mutant creature takes on many forms and shapes as it multiplies and feeds. Government scientists try to contain Trixon and kill it before its costume – costumes, God, what's wrong with me? Before it consumes them in Rayon City, can this monstrosity be stopped or will it marked – will it – will – dang it <laughs> – or will mankind fall victim to this alien abomination? Here's what – I don't like white text on a black backdrop. No, it's very tough. small. It's hard to read. It's kind of blurry. I'm just going to blame it on the website. Mm-hmm. Um and we're reading on our phones. No. Though, <laughs> though they say all of this, I just took this as a zombie house yeah, with soldiers I, I get saying, it. get around. The only thing I can say, yeah, like I didn't get anything about a, a meteorite crashing or a meteor crashing. The first when, few rooms, I guess, were kind of. I, well, the first room you walk in, there's like those like capsules that have been busted out. And there's one that's still got a zombie head in it looking around. And there's a mad scientist guy going, it worked, it worked. Because now our, exper- our test specimens, let's see what our test specimens is. So I thought this guy created these things. Not, I didn't get the meteor part. Yeah, but maybe he harnessed the power of the meteor. But I don't know. But uh, I, li- I like this. This house is fine. I, I like my it. story better than the story that's actually probably. Yeah, yours was actually really fun. We should write that down. Yeah, uh, I loved this is the one that had those weird like glowing like orbs that look like Pandora. Yeah, you just all of a sudden walk in. And, and I was trying to uh, figure out. I think it's almost like a yeah, an orb that you'd buy for like a Christmas decoration. Yeah. Just like sit out, but then like added with the moss and yeah. hanging and they're they hung big. in front of you and they're big. And you had, again, had to kind of push these yeah, out of the way. And one, I took one to the chest. Yeah. That's the other thing with this. A lot of the houses, like I feel like every house has things just hanging from the ceiling. you got to push by. 
And some of them are, a lot of times there's like bodies just hanging from the ceiling and you've got to push by it, and the person in front of you will just let one go and yeah. it'll just poof, like yeah. bam into you. Yeah. So again, like there's a lot, maybe we could have a few less things hanging from the ceiling, but, uh, and there's times where there's like, one of the houses had like leaf screens, almost like you'd cover a duck blind with or something. And those like you're pushing, those are like hitting you in the face as you're pushing through. Uh, but, uh, yeah, those, those glowing orb things were, I was like, I'd like a couple of these. They are cool. <laughs> They're yeah. cool. I'd like to order them on QVC yeah. and have them delivered. Like, it feels like something from late night QVC. They're like, we yeah. got these orbs. What do you want? We'll do with them. I loved it. I thought that was, they're really cool. I would say this, it's maybe how a lot of people felt about Depths of Fear, mm-hmm. which is really amazing set design and props, mm-hmm. but maybe with a story arc and some things you felt that you're missing a little bit. Yeah. Like, I loved, when we first walk in, those big, like, almost ship-like rooms where yeah. you call this experimentation. Yeah, where like the pods were or stuff, where amazing. the bodies had broken out. Yeah. Like, they look incredible. Yeah. But then like... Yeah, this that was great. That was a great introduction to how you walk in that first room and it's like, wow. Alarms going off. Yeah. It's just stuff. It's just cool. So I I liked it from that point of view. I mm-hmm. liked it actually a lot more last night than I did the first first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually liked the way we did it because I think... I mean, fairy tale or whatever you call it now, twisted tales... Mm-hmm. It's heads and tails over everything. I mean, it's no pun intended. Yeah. Is is great. From a set design prop point of view, this one's pretty darn good too. And so is Reformer. They're yeah. all really good. Yeah. This one, the only thing too is like you said, they have some of the endings. Like this one, you end in just like this big open room and there's this big animatronic creature. Yeah. But otherwise, it's just like a lot of space. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? In the reformatory, you end on an 18 wheeler. Oh, yeah. Of a you truck. have to walk through the back of an 18 wheeler and, like, and it's, it's kind of nothing happening. And, but there's yeah. nothing really happening. There's some wind blowing. And then you exit that way. It's but like I, you have to get people out. I feel like that was, the, yeah, to get people out past the line or something. You know, it was like, here's a way to get people to walk over and out. So, but yeah, but it was fine. But yeah, so I liked, so I would say that one is, I'd probably put that one at number four of those houses. Yeah. And then at the end of that one is an area with giant animatronics as well, like that giant Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, because you come out, you exit through a gift shop, like the old Disney model, and mm-hmm. there's a giant Frankenstein, which we didn't realize was an animatronic at first. <laughs> as I take a picture with it, like with like one of its hands on my shoulder, and I'm like holding the other arm, and as soon as I walk away, the thing starts moving. I'm like, good Lord. And a like, lot, yeah. yeah. If I'd have been standing there, it could have been a very different picture. You can find that on your Instagram, yeah, right? That's true. It is on my Instagram. What's your Instagram, Barday Scott? Uh, that's a good question. All right, Scott, you can find it. Yeah, just look up Bart Scott. You'll find me. Uh, but yeah, and then... And then we ran into a listener. Keith. Right? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, you just... You, you, you checking what your Instagram handle is? I was, yeah, it's gonna... What is it? Let's figure this out. It is... Oh, wait, I, that's what it's I was using. It's probably easier for me to find it than you. Yeah, probably. Isn't it like... It's like not knowing your own phone number. Uh, I think it's... Well, I'll just look up Bart... Oh, it's... Well, my thing is Bart0729. Oh, yeah. So it's a bit harder. <laughs> I don't know why. I have, man, can I change that or is, is it your, too late? You can change it. Is that your PIN code? Uh, for... My PIN code? <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. But I think if you just look up Bart Scott, you'll be able to find that too. Yeah. So Bart0729. I'm going to find how to change that. That's easy. This. Uh, it's very, very easy. So we met a listener, not on purpose, just randomly. We ran into one of our listeners, Keith, and he, uh, he said, we're going to do clown. You guys want to come? And we had already purchased our tickets for Clown. And Clown was an add-on experience, a sixth house. In this house, you had to be 18 and up, and you had to sign a waiver that allowed them to touch you. And I had done it the previous week, uh, hosted, I'll say that, by Logan. (laughs) And I loved it. And I was blown away by it because of how over-the-top ridiculous it is. It is not necessarily the scariest house you'll ever walk in. And when you sign a waiver thinking that you're going to touch 
or be touched, you think, okay, this could go bad. But most of it is very comedic touching, if that's a way to put it, where you walk through a clown house and sort of the advertising was kind of a Pennywise style thing. It really was. I mean, there's a Pennywise moment in it, but for the most part, it's just over the top circus clowns. You walk through first like a almost like a maze. It was amazing. She used to have outside. You could just randomly do a, uh, what do you call that kind of maze? It's like a curtain, curtain maze, the plastic vinyl thing we walked through. Yeah. There was a lot of, yeah. So we walked through curtain, vinyl curtain, vinyl curtains that made up a maze. It used to be last year. This year was kind of the entrance to the house Mm -hmm. and they reused a lot of the effects from previous years, big effects that they didn't for this time. And I'm glad because there are a couple of these effects that I absolutely love that I think you hate. Uh, but we did clown, it's probably a three-minute, five-minute experience. It's more like five, yeah. Maybe five, maybe seven. Yeah. And you get touched pretty much immediately. You do get touched. Once you get inside, yeah, they're touching you. And <laughs> it's it's hard to explain, but it's just, again, I said kind of comedic touching for the most part. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you feel threatened. You just feel uncomfortable when they're tickling you and grabbing you, saying weird things to you while they grab at you. And you do have a a moment of wanting to push back. And you kind of have to stop yourself because you realize, I signed up for this. Because when someone comes at you, your first instinct when they actually touch you is to push their arm away when they're touching you. At least for me. Mm-hmm. Like when they touch my face, my my head, my brain goes, okay, push their arm away from your face. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I don't know if that's okay. I feel like that's, you're signing up for this. you got to be able to go in and know that's what you're going to deal with. Uh, but really cool effects in this house. They are They are – Except some reused effects, but in a way that I loved. One specifically, you hated, but oh, I love the bag thing. And this is—I yeah. don't know the way to. There's two giant inflatable. I mean, what do you call it bags, bag, bags like inflatable that are pushed airbags. together. Yeah, and you have to squeeze your way through it for a good while in the darkness. Uh, I think that effect is great. Apparently, sometimes the clowns will jump out at you inside of that. And oh no! That would, that would that would not have gone well. I'm so glad you t- that that did not happen. Uh, I did not have it happen either oh. one time. Uh, but the Logan who runs it said that oh, did they mess with you in that? And I said oh. no. And he's like, oh. And he like uh, maybe sent off a text that was like, you guys gotta. Oh God, no! I'm not, that's, <laughs> I'm feeling panicky already. I, that was that's a thing. Like I, I just like halfway through it, I started feeling like anxious. Like I know what's happening. When does this end? <laughs> Um, cause it's like tight on, <laughs> like push it, you're fighting your way. You can't see. And it's just like pushing against you on both sides. So, yeah. But, uh, so you hated it. I love that effect. Like I didn't, this is how like, I have mixed feelings about it. Like I didn't hate this house. I mean, I did laugh the whole way through, but just towards the end, it was like, okay, enough, enough. I know we signed up for this, but enough. And I was like, at the end, like one of the clowns like pushed me and that was weird. But, um, yeah, the only time it gets weird is also a chain, a man with a chainsaw. And some of theirs does start. Yeah, he didn't seem to bother us, though. Like no. I, He must have been busy. Because I heard the chainsaw, but we didn't see him. The girl was out there shouting. He walked right past us. He did? Yeah, with a chainsaw in his hand. He grabbed me in the shoulder. Oh, I must have been past. You were already I was you focused on gone. getting out. <laughs> yeah, I think like, you were gone. Get me out. Like, because that was the one, too, where the floor was shifting. There's a section where you're walking and the floor tiles are shifting yeah, underneath Yeah, so it's you. done probably in a couple, like, two-foot two yeah, yeah. squares that move. Yeah. And move, like, enough to where you have to hold on to the side. Yeah, size. yeah, you will fall. I'm very yeah. careful. So. I don't know if we sold this one. <laughs> well, but those the guys we did it with did it twice. They loved they it. They loved it. And yeah, they were again, they were they were super nice guys and yeah. supportive. So it was cool to run into a listener in the wild. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you call that the wild. In the wild. If you run into a, a scare zone listener at a haunted attraction, I feel like, okay, what the odds are, are not that 
you know, mm-hmm. low. But I, haven't, I don't know if I've met a random Scare Zone listener before, so that was kind of cool. And we obviously meet a lot when we go to Horror Nights, but outside of there, it's, it's not that common. So that was very cool. It was cool to meet him and his group of friends. And then that was it. There's, then there was, we did all six possible houses. We didn't do, the only thing else we could have done is they have the mini escape rooms, escape mm-hmm. games. Escape games. And axe throwing. And axe, well, yeah, but that's like in a separate, like. But they had it, you could add it onto your table. Yeah, but do they have it set up there or do you have to go into that store? I would them? assume you go up there. Like, why, okay. Yeah. They're, Which, it didn't seem like anybody was doing last no, night. No. Although maybe it's only available on the weekend. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, my I changed my Instagram. It's now, my username on Instagram is now the other Bart Scott. So now when we go to, that's funny. That's what I thought. It was either that or like right or go. But now all your oh, tags are going to be messed up. Why? Like people who tagged you before. I don't know if it retroactively fixes that. It's the same account, right? I would guess so. It's okay. Anyway. Yeah. Look up the other Bart Scott. Oh, that's oh, that's a good question. I don't know if it does. Well, that's okay. Yeah. From here on out. Not too worried about it. They also offer some carnival games. I mean, unless some like Hollywood studio tagged me in a, hey, we want to make a movie out of your book and I never see it now, which could have happened. That's the, that's that's going to be your story. I, I changed my Instagram handle and they couldn't figure out any other way to get in touch with me. No, it looks like I'm still tagged and stuff. Okay, cool. So it's not worried about it. All right. Well, should we wrap it up? I I think I mean we've said what there is to say, but we it's did 42 minutes of this. So. Are we really? Yeah. Holy cow. So, but yeah, if you're in the Nashville area, I will recommend. You know, even if you're not, you know, relatively nearby, it's worth the drive. It's a full night's activity. Yeah, and if you're yeah if you're in the area close by, or if you're planning like a trip to go to different haunted attractions, and some of our listeners do that. Put this on your list. I think this is worth yeah. it. Nashville's a fun town to go to and For visit. Sure. And this is definitely a nice bonus. This is a bonus. Yeah. And just if don't get the dirty zombie at the bar. I mean, if they could just, I mean, how about like uh, cherry instead of lime? That's yeah. my suggestion. Yeah. If it, Look, if our number one complaint of a haunted attraction is, is the, the drinks drink we had, then just because I was trying to get a liquid courage on. They did have, for listeners of the Sasquatch Lounge, my podcast, which there are a few out there. They did have Jim Beam Apple, so you could have made I know, I thought, a I thought, variation of a Forest Bride. Yeah, the signature drink of the Sasquatch Lounge. Which I was tempted to do, but I didn't see Which any is what? Honey. What's in that? So you start off with, I say, well, to be fancy, I say it's Crown Apple. Well, you okay. fill, fill, fill a tall glass with ice, Crown Apple, Coke, I do Coke Zero, and then a floater of honey whiskey. At that point, the sugar is what, 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 what just go full Coke. Oh, well, I, I mean, it saves a couple hundred calories. I actually prefer the taste of Coke Zero. Co- real Coke, because I've been drinking Diet or Coke Zero for so long, real Coke tastes really thick. And there's a lot of thickness already with the, the honey. Because I, I like, I mean, my favorite is American honey, which is made by Wild Turkey. Mm-hmm. But you can also do, like I've done it with uh, Jim Beam, Apple, and honey. We need a signature drink of the Scares on right. podcast. So, yeah. So I could have at least had most of a Forest Bride. Because really, it's just a really sweet. Because once you get past the floater of honey bourbon, then you're just drinking apple flavored Coke and bourbon, which is actually. I'm telling you, I always people write me all the time going, "I actually tried it and I love it now." And I'm like, "It's funny because I invented it as kind of a joke." Like I was like, "What sounds like a drink like a foresty like Mm -hmm. cocktail?" Because it's the Sasquatch Lounge. So I'm like, "Okay, well you've got apple that's like foresty and honey, you know." And then I made one. I'm like. This is pretty dang good. <laughs> like better than a zombie. It's way better than a dirty zombie. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, let's wrap it up. All Thanks right. to Nashville Nightmare again. Not hosted, but discounted. Discount. Hashtag discounted. Uh, yeah, we just we decided last night after we need to come on here and and preach the good news yeah. about Nashville Nightmare. And look, if you have local haunts in your area, maybe we could try more out next yeah. year. Support them, you know. And we're I mean, plus too, we're going into the 
dry season. Horror Nights is nine days from close. Yeah. And then what are we going to do? We're going to wait 60 days, and then there's going to be more to announce, you, more to talk about. You, in 60 days, you think? Uh, rumors start. Rumors are already. Well, rumors. Already yeah. Well, you could start doing rumors next week. Yeah. Somebody already, a friend of mine already texted me today saying, I'm calling it, this is going to be a house next year. Mm. So, and it's a movie that's not even out yet. But I, I think she might be right. So we'll see. And it's a Bloom House, which they've already got a relationship with. So Not my favorite houses. We shall see. We shall see. Next week. And don't we have a new... Oh, no, that won't be out in time for... When's the next Halloween coming out? Halloween Kills or whatever it's called. Um, They're shooting it now, I believe. Are they? So I, probably I, next year. Yeah, so it probably won't be out in time to make a house of it. I'm already speculating. They didn't do last one yet, so they could do that one. Eh, that's true. That's true. They didn't. That'd be interesting to see if they could, how they would do that. There was that, I mean, the cool scene at the end. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, where they trap him. That would make for an interesting scene. Yeah. They trap him and they obviously don't show him. And they don't, see, that's what made me angry is they don't show him die. So you knew at the end, like, dang it, they're going to keep going. Yeah. Something I found out recently, uh, the dad in Halloween. In the most recent one? Yeah, is Already the strongest man in the world from Nickelodeon's Pete and Pete, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. It is hard to connect those two people together. And he also was in Glow. Uh, you know who? what else he was in? What? Because I recognize this the minute we watched the movie. He's in Vegas Vacation. He is. He's the guy that sells the fake IDs. Oh, boy, on yeah. the town when he's in love. Give me the Nick 10. Nick Papa Junior. Giorgio. Need the 10. Give me the 10. 10 out of 10, 10. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're Nick Papa Giorgio from Yuma. You sell software. <laughs> yeah, so that guy is also already the strongest man in the world from The Adventures of Pete. Oh, really? Arguably the best Nickelodeon show of all time. All right. And uh, I love that character. I love that show. But he's so much older now that I never yeah. put it together because yeah. it's been you know, 30 years. And then he also was in this last season of Glow as a guy in Vegas. Oh, was he? Yeah, so you can take a look at that. Because I thought it was weird. I remember us watching. It's like literally a year ago we were watching the new Halloween here and – I remember that's the guy from Vegas. It was weird casting that he would be Judy yeah. Greer's husband because I think he's considerably older than yeah. him. And then, so you have that. What? There's anything else coming out this year? I mean, Doctor Sleep will be out in a Doctor few weeks. Doctor Sleep. Which is The Shining mixed 2. Mixed feelings about. Uh, yeah. Mixed feelings about. I mean, did you read the book? No. Neither. Like, I, like the stuff in the trailer, well, like the first trailer where it was just like all these like references to The Shining, I was yeah. like, I love this. Yeah, me too. Then the extended trailer where there's like, Minds on vampires or something. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I like this anymore. I've heard people say the book is great, so I don't know. I will certainly see it. Well, for sure, I'll see uh, it. But I haven't had time yet. Yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see Zombieland. I didn't see. Yeah, I, I've been, I've been torn. I kind of want to see Zombieland too, but I don't even remember Zombieland one. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. You know, I was gonna. I thought about going the other night, and then I stayed in and I watched Hatchet. I was like, well, I want to watch something horror related, so I watched the movie Hatchet, um, with uh, Joel David. More? I haven't that? seen the yeah, Joel David Moore. I haven't seen the Joker yet. I haven't I seen, seen Joker either. Just Joker. I'm sorry, it's not the Joker. Just Joker. Just Joker. And I haven't seen the Adams Family. That my kids are obsessed with the trailer to the Adams Family, but we haven't made it around to seeing it yet. I haven't heard a lot of buzz about it. Uh, they announced two the sequel. Wow. But you're right that it's uh, the one review I saw was the kids loved it, but unlike the other iterations of the Adams Family, the parents don't love it with them. Yeah. So the Adams Family original series had a lot of adult jokes and a lot mm-hmm. of kid jokes. That Raul, not Raul Dahl. Raul Julia. His version of the Adams Family uh, had a lot of both adult mm-hmm. jokes and kid jokes. Which like I will argue about jokes. those movies that the sequel is better than the original. Which one has the MC Hammer song? 
Uh, I don't remember. Adam's Family or Adam's Family Values? I don't remember. All I know is they Values were, is the they, one where they, they send the Wednesday to camp. Yeah, oh, I loved it when I was a kid. I haven't watched them in a long time. I think the second one, I actually didn't enjoy the first one. I remember seeing it in the theater going, I, this is boring. I liked it. But I love the second one. Yeah. So, with Joan Cusack. And but origi- anyway. Original Gomez Adams, still alive. John, Teaching right. at Johns Hopkins University. Isn't that ironic? The original's alive. The one from the movies passed away prematurely. Yeah. Pretty quickly after that, right? Right around, yes. right around values. Yes, he made Street Fighter. Uh, Street Fighter, and, and then, I don't I even know he, if he saw it come out. I don't think so. Yeah, I think he had stomach cancer. It's pretty rough. Terrible. Well, it's not uplifting a time to end this show. No, I'm sorry. So shout, Nashville Nightmare. Take shout a out to Raul Julia. Yeah, gone too soon. Gone too soon. Uh, but that's it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure out things. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you from letting the show go stale over the winter. I know, I know. I did want to say, and we teased it last week, that our buddy Chris Ripley and our friend Amanda uh, Boston White on all social medias, they have a new show coming out. Since we were allowed to keep it in the last show. You know what's happening? <laughs> it's happening, and I believe it's gonna. If it hasn't gone up by the time you're hearing this, it will. Take a listen. I believe I'm gonna pull up the official title so I know it. I don't want to get this wrong. If I'm going to plug something, I'm going to do it right. It is the Halloween half hour, and it is coming very soon. Make sure you follow them on Instagram. That's at Boston White and asked uh, Ack. What? Ack, Ack. I can't say it. At Christopher Rip, R-I-P. Take a look at that. And until next time, keep your eyes closed, your ears open, and we'll see you at Fit Again. <laughs>